Hey guys, and welcome to the Abundance Alchemist podcast. I'm Caitlin Dorsey, an Abundance Alchemist, animal lover, trauma survivor to thriver, mindset expert, self-love junkie, and author. This is the place to be to grab those powerful tools, ideas, and inspiration to make lasting changes in yourself and your life. No more waiting, my friends, because it's time to show up unapologetically, radiate that confidence, and create a life you absolutely love. Time to buckle up and dive on in. All right. Hello, my amazing audience. Welcome to the Abundance Alchemist podcast. I'm super excited to have you guys on, and I'm beyond excited to introduce you to our guest today. Um, His name is Dean Killingbeck. So Dean is a third generation farmer, a holistic lifestyle advocate, and a successful entrepreneur. He's also the author of CBD for Pets and the co-founder of Emily Sage, a plant-based wellness, nutrition, and conscious beauty company. Um, I'm going to let Dean tell a little bit of his story, but I just want to say that, um, you know, through his own path, he... Uh, through with his dog and with his wife being diagnosed with Alzheimer's, he um, started looking into hemp and more traditional um, instead of the big pharmaceutical companies. Um, this kind of took him back to that farming career. And he really realized that the hemp industry and the ban since 1936, wow, um, was only benefiting, you know, big pharmaceutical companies. So he began determined to educate dog parents and people like himself, wherever um, he was at, why hemp and its naturally occurring components are the biggest natural ingredient revolution happening in our lifetime to give both your dogs and humans lives happier, healthier, and longer lives without pain and anxiety. So I am super excited to chat with you about all of that because I find this topic so interesting, but welcome to the Abundance Alchemist podcasting. Well, thank you. And I'm glad to be here. Good, maybe, perfect. Maybe we can even impart some wisdom. I don't have a lot, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try to help them out as much as we can. Here. Oh, I find that hard to believe. I think you've got a lot of knowledge out there. Um, well, why don't you kind of tell me, I went over briefly, like how you got started in this industry, um, but just kind of share, you know, your journey a little bit. Okay. Well, I, first of all, I'm going to tell them a little bit about me. I tell everybody that I'm just an old farmer. That's exactly what I am. Right. And uh, my love for my garden, I got about an acre of garden right now, is only outweighed by the love of my family and my friends. Okay, mm-hmm. so the garden comes in third. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you'd think that after uh, being in it so long, I tell everybody they say, "Well, what kind of farmer were you?" And I say. I'm a stoop crop farmer. And they go, what? Stoop crop? What do you mean? I tell them, hey, you would know us as you young people would know us as I'm a vegetable gardener. Okay. Mm. And we stoop <laughs> over in the spring and we don't get to stand up until a fall crop is in. So that's why I call <laughs> stoop crop farming. So anyway, anyway, how I got started in CBD is pretty interesting. I, I think, mm. you know, I, I you stumble into things in your life and if you open to them, and you, then you take advantage of them. And that's sort of what I did. Um, my wife was diagnosed with Alzheimer's at a very early age, mm-hmm. uh, five years ago now. So when we went to Mayo Clinic and the, the second opinion, it, it, they said, there's nothing you can do. She's very young. It's going to progress very quickly. Probably in six years from now, you won't know who she is and she won't know mm-hmm. who she is. So. I looked at the holistic way mm-hmm. of, of helping. I, I have a good friend that happens to be a functional doctor down in Sarasota. So we started going to him. And of course, we're real high on uh, on things as far as functional medicine goes. Mm-hmm. 
So we had already started that progress. So when my dogs, uh, Lily, came down with arthritis, I said, well, this, and this was three years ago. She wouldn't jump on the couch. She wouldn't walk up and down the steps. I had to literally pick her up and put her in the car. I mean, all those things that you do with an elderly dog, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to myself, there's got to be something that can help her. So I started reading about CBD. I went online, trying to find out some natural medicine that would help. And lo and behold, there's CBD. At the same time, 2018, guess what happened? CBD became legal in all 50 states, right? right. So I was able to go out and, and buy some CBD. If you saw my Lily at 14 years old, you would really be impressed. She goes up and down the stairs. She jumps on, she jumps on the couch. I don't have, she jumps in the car. In fact, now she wants to jump in my lap all the time, become a 60 pound lap dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why I got really excited about CBD and, and what it can do. Um, and so that's kind of the story of how I progressed into CBD. I started a company that was just for pets. Mm-hmm. And then what happened is we had so many pet owners saying, hey, it's helping my pets so much. What do you got for me? Yep. <laughs> then we started the, the people CBD also. And so we went on from there. And I can, I can tell you some really good stories about CBD and dogs if you want to hear a couple. Yeah, absolutely. Please. So I had this young woman call me and she says, oh, my dog got, farmer, my dog got kicked by a cow mm-hmm. and it's dragging its back foot. And literally she showed me, she sent me a video of it, the dog, poor dog limping along. And she said, I've been to the vet. The vet says, I don't think there's anything we can do for him. All we can do is give him pain medication to alleviate the pain. That That's it. And she says, do you think CBD would help? said, I don't know, but I can tell you this, it's worth trying. Mm -hmm. And so we did two days later. And by the way, the dog, the vet said, well, if he keeps dragging the leg, we'll have to cut him off, cut his leg off. And he'll have to be a tripod the rest of his life. Okay. Three days later, this dog is running around in circles again. And what it did is it took down the inflammation off his back and off his spine, took off that all that away. So therefore he did, he could walk. Mm. It was beautiful. I mean, absolutely. if you could see him now in the video, I wish, I wish you could see the video mm-hmm. the before and after it's, it's pretty exciting. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely powerful. I, I, you know, I've used it with, um, my dog, I used it with one of my cats. And then I also have used CBD with my horses um, in the past. And it's been incredible to see the transformation of just, you know, going from seeing them to be very stiff and, you know, not feeling super good to, um, you know, and I also had my, my cat had herpes, so he would sneeze all the time and um, seeing like that relax and go down and seeing them be in a much more happy, healthy state is just really powerful with something that, I think there's been a lot of negative connotations about, you know, CBD because of the THC aspect um, and different things. But, you know, I think I, I I would love to know, you know, like how CBD truly works with dogs. Like how does it affect them on the inside? 
Oh, well, okay. So, <laughs> Loaded question. This in layman's terms, so yeah. and I can understand it, okay? <laughs> it, it, it's called, there's two things, homeostasis. Mm-hmm. Okay, what does that, that mean when we talk about homeostasis? It means that you're trying to regulate the body so that it's in perfect harmony. Everything's in perfect harmony. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like if you're hot, you sweat, if you're mm-hmm. thirsty, you drink. So that's what homeostasis makes you do. Mm-hmm. And it's called the entourage effect, if you want to call it from that. Okay. And the entourage effect says that everything works together. Mm-hmm. Nothing is separate. You know, like if you're functional medicine, we talk about the gut a lot. You know, if your gut's healthy, then the rest of you healthy. And that's kind of what it is and why CBD helps so much is because we have what they call CB1 and CB2 receptors in our body. Okay. It's mainly the function of our nervous system. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's two portions of that. There's a brain, there's emotion, there's you know, when I say emotions, how we work, how we function. And then there's the emotional side of it, our nervous system. So because it works so well for anxiety and stress, in other words, it calms you down. The CBD receptors works better. When we're talking dogs compared to humans, they have so many more receptors than we do. Like in their nose along, they've got 300,000 receptors for, for the smell. Wow. We've got about, we've, we've got about 30,000. Mm. So that tells you how much they have. So, and it's hard to explain the whole thing. I mean, you, everybody can go online and say, Oh, let me read about homeostasis. Let me read about entourage. But that's a quick and dirty thing that, to really say about it is that it just brings the whole body that everything works better. Mm-hmm. And that's what CBD does. Now, with that said, one of the reasons CBD gets a bad rap is because there's so much bad CBD out there right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of, one of the major things I get is, I don't know if I can say this word or not, but I'm going to say it only. I've tried that shit and it doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, if I've heard it once, I've heard it a hundred times. Okay. And I go, Oh, where did you buy it? And they go, well, you know, I was at the convenience store or I was at the video store or I was, you know, well, yeah, it doesn't work because guess what? You were buying junk. Okay. Right. And I, and I'll explain the three different types if you want me to go into it, I, please. Just facts, but that's okay. There's three different. There's three different types of CBD. Mm-hmm. It's called full spectrum. Okay. Um, <laughs> come on, Dean. And then there's broad spectrum, and then there's isolate. Well, anything that you're buying that's cheap is usually isolate, and okay. this goes back to the ice entourage effect. And I'll explain why that only has one thing in it, CBD. If you're buying 
full spectrum, it's got the 113 cannabinoids. In other words, everything's in there. If you're buying, if you're buying, here I go again, brain dead. If you're <laughs> buying broad spectrum, it's got everything in it, the hundred of the 113 except for one thing, THC. Mm. Every, every, so it's got all those. So this is called the entourage effect, where the if I just took one part, the CBD, it's not gonna work as well is when I have all 113 or I have all 112. Right. So the parts make a better sum or better total. And that's that's why it costs more than isolate. Not only that, but 50% of the isolate being sold at cheap places is coming from either Russia mm. or China. Okay. I, I, lo I love telling this story. So I'm listening to, I'm watching this uh uh, documentary about hemp in China. And we should explain the difference between hemp. Yes, and please. But anyway, I'm watching, I'm watching this and they're, they're talking about, you know, that, Oh, Hey, we used to grow tobacco on this. And by the way, if you grow tobacco, you're putting on so many fungicides and pesticides. It's unbelievable to make a good leaf tobacco. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, they're telling me that now they're growing hemp. Well, hemp's the type of plant that through its roots, it will suck out all the nutrients and all the bad things and put it in the leaf. They use it in Chernobyl, to give you an idea, to take out the radiation. Oh. They're taking out the radiation with the hemp plant. That's how it's good. It's got a word for it, fancy name, and I'm trying to remember it, but I can't. Uh, I'm too old. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, it... it, it so it's sucking up all that pesticides, all that herbicides, all, all of the uh, all of the 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 mold and and fungus that they put on the fungicides to stop the mold. Mm -hmm. It's sucking up the plants. They're putting it down in there and sending it over to the United States, and we're ingesting them. Jeez. So I'm saying, oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. Wonder, no wonder it's so cheap. You know. Yeah. And guess, you want to know the best thing? It's outlawed in China. CBD oh. cannot be sold in China. Well, <laughs> why do you think that is? Because yeah. it's got so much junk in it. They don't want their people having it. It makes them sick. So when people say, oh, it didn't, you know, it didn't work. That stuff didn't work. Where did you buy it? Tell me how much CBD you used. Like if you look at all my other competitors, when they talk about cats and dogs, here's what they say. Start out slow and then increase. Mm -hmm. And I go, that's BS. If you've got a dog that's on arthritis or you've got a dog that has seizures or you've got a dog that's got skin problems, start it out heavy and then come down because you want it to start working immediately. You don't want to take three months to find out whether or not you've got the right dosage. Mm-hmm. So I tell my people, start a high, and then we're going to bring you down once the dog feels better or the coat starts looking better. Because guess what? There's never been one time in the history that either a dog or a human has died of CBD. Mm -hmm. Never. Yeah. There's not one documented history of, of CBD being overdosed 
in dogs or humans mm-hmm. okay, and dying from it. Right. So the worst thing that can happen to a dog is this. It gets tired and it looks for a place because we've slowed the dog down. Doesn't have all that stress. Doesn't have all that. We've slowed it down. So it wants to find a place to sleep or all the oil in there might give him some diarrhea. Well, th- those are two pretty simple things to take care of. All mm-hmm. we do is lower the dosage a little bit. But if I found out that if I didn't tell people that, they go buy it. And then I call them up and say, how you doing with it? Well, my dog's not really doing too well. Why is that? Well, you know, I tried this for a week and it didn't really do anything. Well, you're supposed to up the dosage. Well, I really don't feel, you know, people are, let's face it, we're lazy. I want to take the quick route. You right. know, we get on the phone, we text everybody. We, you know, we, we don't want to call them. It takes too long. I'll text them, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. So we want everything immediately. Well, if, if you do it, like my competitors say, start out slow and let's bring in increase. It could take you a month and a half to get to where you want to be. Right. Start and it's, It's interesting because, I mean, I think the idea that we're so afraid to do that is because we're looking at the effects of these big pharmaceutical company like medications. So we're like, oh my gosh, if I do that, you know, like I always love the labels of like, especially antidepressants. That's my favorite one where it's like, this could increase your suicidal ideations. And it's like, why are people taking that? If they're, (laughs) if they're suicidal, why are they taking something that could increase that? But um, just kind of the idea of like, right. It's that there's so many side effects with these big pharmaceutical company drugs. So we're so afraid to start bigger, but even our small dosages, you can have those. And, and that's the difference. We're not dealing with something like that. We're dealing with a natural plant that has healing powers. So it's such a different concept. It, well, it's been around for 7,000 years. Yeah. I mean, we, the, uh, uh, America, the reason why, you know, we're way behind Europe and Japan and all those countries, Israel, especially, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've been working, they've been using this for 10, 15 years ahead of us. So all our studies, and, and if you talk to any of the vets, or you talk to any of the doctors, and it's not their fault, because our hands are tied by big pharmaceutical, because they don't want this out there. Right. They don't want people to know what CBD can do for their animals or themselves. Mm-hmm. Because how am I going to make money? And it, here's the one I like when you're talking about that. Not only how am I going to make money, but I love the one where uh, you better test in three to six months to see if it affects your liver or your kidneys. Mm. Well, by the time it affects the dog's liver or kidneys, it's too late. They've exactly. already lost 50% of their use. Mm-hmm. So why would you want to give a, a drug to your dog and know that three months from now, he might be 50% of his liver or kidneys might be stopped. Right. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But because doctors know best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or so we're told. And, you know, we all love our vets. We all love our doctors. Okay. My doctor and I have a personal relationship. He keeps trying to put me on statins and I keep telling him I've had 231 cholesterol for 20 years and I'm not going to go on statin. Mm -hmm. I mean, but he wants me on statins. So, because that's what he's learned. Mm -hmm. I, I tell everybody, 
we're not in a health crisis in the United States. We're in a wellness crisis Mm. because we don't try to determine what the problem is. We just try to solve it with another pill, whether it's a dog or it's a human. You know, we're we're talking mainly about dogs and, you know, and, and you talk about that, you know, that's one of the major questions. They go, oh, what kind of side effects they have? Oh, I just told you there's only two. Mm-hmm. The other question that I get a lot is, can it make my dog high? Well, no, it's not going to make your high because to be legally CBD, mm-hmm. it's got to be 0.3% or less. Right. Okay. We go one step farther and we take out the THC. Mm-hmm. So we don't put in any of our products, we don't do that. And there's a simple reason, for, especially for the human side. If if they want to get tested, it could be a positive test for THC, even with 0.3%. Right. So that's why why we've done that. And the other 112, they still give the entourage effect. They all work together mm-hmm. to really help it. So it's got CBN and CBD and some of the CBG in it. So they're, they're finding more of these chemicals or molecules, if you want to call it, of CBD and isolating them. And you're going to see in years to come, they're going to say, oh, CBG really works well for diarrhea or CBN really works well for seizures or, 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 you know, I'm just saying that, but they're, right. they're breaking that out in the studies and we're, you and I, you'll live long enough to see all these studies come out. I, I'll probably won't be here <laughs> 20, 30 years from now, but it'll be interesting to see what those studies can, you know, what they, what they show, you know, yeah. it, it, a lot of quiet, a lot of people say, well, how can it help my dog? What, what can it do? Mm-hmm. It's got to if your dog has an ailment, especially if it's skin, seizures, anxiety, and there's two types of anxiety, by the way, there's situational mm-hmm. and separation. Yeah. Okay. Separation anxiety is when you leave the house, you put the dog in doggy jail, you know, because he's got to either go in his cage or he's got to go in one room. And, and I've, I've seen, I, I love this because I've seen dogs literally tear up a whole complete room. Yeah. I mean, curtains everything Mm -hmm. you put the dog in there and it just tore up the whole Mm because it was that anxious so so and then there's situational anxiety which is thunderstorms uh fireworks uh somebody coming to the door so that that's aggressive dogs i have a uh a real good friend of mine that is a dog trainer if he runs across a really aggressive dog, he will tell the owner, I am not going to even train your dog until you put it on CBD. Wow. It's that effective for aggressive dog. Now, is it stopping completely? No, but it brings them down so that anxiety that they have all of it, because that's what really an uh, right. aggressive dog is. It has a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, it brings down that anxiety level. And, and he says, Hey, I just won't do it. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's all it's going to be. Either you put them on CBD or you, you know, 
I'm not going to do it. So those are pain, separation, aggressive dogs, seizures. Those are probably the main things, but it can be used for diarrhea. It can be used if they have Crohn's disease, believe it or not, if they've got a collapsed trachea. So Mm -hmm. people say to me, what about a collapsed trachea? Do you know what, you know, pugs and bulldogs and stuff get a lot of yep. collapsed trachea? Okay. It's not going to solve that problem. Sure. But what it does, it, it slows the dog down so he doesn't have the anxiety and the stress mm-hmm. that he would normally have. So if he doesn't have the anxiety, guess what he does? He breathes easier. Mm. So he feels more comfortable. So he doesn't, he doesn't right. you know, sound like he's choking to death all yeah. the time. Because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to suck in that air. And they're there. So that's what it does for collapsed trachea. So mm-hmm. there's so many things. People call me up and they ask me all this off the wall stuff. By the way, I always put this disclaimer in. I'm not a vet, mm-hmm. but so just so that everybody knows, listen to this. Sure. But anecdotal, I've got, you name it. I've had people from sore paws to broken foots to chemo. I mean, Mm -hmm. dogs that are on chemo and people that are on chemo, if they're not using CBD, they're crazy because I'm going to tell you something. It it helps with their appetite. It, 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 It helps with them slowing them down, sleeping better, feeling better, stops with that upset stomach all the time. I've had a young lady that's on her third round of chemo, and I wish I could, you could hear her testimonial of how CBD, because we caught her in the second round, how CBD has helped her overcome compared to what she was, always nauseated, sick, couldn't do anything for three days after chemo. And it's it's just, and that's the same thing with dogs. Right. I mean, there's sometimes chemo for dogs is necessary. Yep. You know, mast cell uh, cancer it is, it is, there's works, it works well for stopping them licking in that, that constant. Mm-hmm. They're always doing with that mast cell. And we're also coming out with us, but it's out there already for other, from other people with a salve that you can put on there. So you're doing it uh, not only uh, orally, but you're also doing it on the skin. Topically. Right. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. And I like that you talked about the difference between the situational and um, now I'm separation anxiety, because I think that's a big difference. Um, You know, I hear a lot of people say that, you know, they're they don't want to use CBD or, you know, for their pets or themselves because it causes them anxiety. And the THC is actually the component that causes anxiety in the brain. And the CBD does the opposite. So that's why you'll have like these people that sometimes will be like, oh yeah, I smoke pot and I feel super calm. Well, that's not the case. (laughs) The CBD helps you feel calm, but that's also where the paranoia comes into play because that's the THC piece of things. So I always really like when people make that distinction of, you know, CBD is really helpful with anxiety because it calms down the system because like you were talking about, it has an entourage effect of everything working together. The THC is that one piece that can be off when there's an over, when you're getting high from it, just like, because then your whole body is not working together because something is stimulating other pieces of it more than the other. Um, so I just love that you made that distinction because I think it's really important. When we're talking about animals and people using it. 
Yeah, it, 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 and it is important. There's no doubt about it. And it's just like people go on, uh, I, you know, I didn't say this before, they, and I can say this, they go on Amazon. Well, yeah, Amazon yeah. only sells CBD oil. They do not sell CBD. It is the oil that's extracted from the leaf. It is oil only. That, so tell that me, is, tell me the difference between that, which CBD okay. and then CBD oil. Yeah, CBD oil has no really has no CBD in it. Oh, okay, okay, it's just the oil from the plant. They call it CBD oil, but it's really hemp oil. That's what they should call. Yeah. Gotcha. But they're calling it CBD oil, but it has traces of CBD in it, but not like. Let's say if you've got a large dog, mm -hmm. okay, and he's arthritic. When I say large, let's say 70 pounds, 80 pounds. That dog's probably going to need 35 to 50 milligrams of CBD to really be effective to take away the pain. Like my dog, 60 pounds. So it's a fairly large dog. Mm -hmm. she, she gets about 40 some milligrams of CBD every day. Now this is the, this is the honest to goodness truth. I ran out of C I'm a CBD. I own a CBD company, right? Well, mm -hmm. part of one. We're actually a plant based health, wellness, and, and beauty con company. But I, part of it is the CBD. So, uh, and to get over to to where we store it and stuff, it, it just took me a week. Mm -hmm. She quit jumping on the couch. Mm. She quit running around. In one week, and I go, I don't think I'll ever run out of this stuff again. That dog's in pain, and I'm the, I'm the person that caused it. Yeah. Not the dog mm -hmm. caused it. And it's really something that a lot of people will take better care of their dog than they do themselves. Absolutely. I mean, so... I call it the miracle molecule, if you mm. want to call that CBD. And I tell everybody that owns a dog, they always think of age or ailment. I say, this is the best supplement you can give your dog. Mm -hmm. Why do you wait until they're seven or eight years old? Why don't you start it when it's a year old? No. Do you have to give it a 40 milligrams a day? No. But if you give it 10 milligrams a day, when it gets to be seven or eight, it's going to not act like it's 50 or 60 year old dog mm -hmm. because you've solved the problem. It's just like, I don't know if you take vitamins or minerals or any of that stuff. I we take a lot of them now mm -hmm. because of the uh, Alzheimer's. So we take care of ourselves like that. Why don't we take care of our animals the same way? Why do we wait until they have an ailment? to start giving them what they need when they're puppies. That's so, so true. So I'm saying it's a great supplement. You people are missing it. It's cost effective. One trip to the vet over a, 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 a diarrhea, and you'll understand that that bottle of CBD that you bought was pretty damn cheap. Right. Or... At three years old or four years old, they start getting cancerous tumors. It's been proven. Don't take my word for it. Go to PubMed. You know, it's a government uh, website. Yep. They're doing studies with it now. All of them are small studies. Don't get me right. They don't have any studies that are $1,000 or $2,000. Sure. All these studies are 
50, 70, 12, 14 dogs. But they've proven that it does help in that area. So why don't you want to do it as a supplement to start with? That's where, again, my competitors and me disagree. I say, why wait until you get the ailment? Let's start the dog out young, slow, low dosage. We don't need to give it a big dose, but it'll help with that whole entourage effect. will help with the homeostasis of the of the whole body of the dog or the person working well. It's just like if we take vitamin A and B, they're taking CBD. That's the difference. Yeah. And it's so true. I mean, we think about how many things like we do in preventative medicine or preventative wellness, preventive health, like even if we're not even looking at medication, like all, you know, women just doing like facials and massages and different things, like it's all for wellness and we're doing it to prevent possible things happening in the future, but we don't necessarily take that idea into our animals, even though, like you said, many people take better care of their animals, but it's kind of this, this lack of what transitions into where does that stop? Where does that, you know, start for your animal? What can you do now? So I love that you say, you know, start them now, start them on having a supplement. Um, you know, I've heard about a lot of different supplements that people put them on for early joints or different things, but again, they're big pharmaceutical companies Mm -hmm. and things that can tax the liver. And you Mm -hmm. think about too, like we're humans, we're, we we're pretty hardy, but we're also very susceptible. We're also still, you know, very, um, I don't want to say weak because we're not weak. We're not weak, but we do have effects. Like things have effects on us. It's the same thing with animals. So we have to take care of that health piece. We have to be conscious of what we're putting into our body, what we're putting in their bodies. Um, and it always blows my mind. I mean, I, I'm definitely more pro like Eastern medicine and natural remedies than the Western. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people in this field are a little bit more that way. Um, I understand there's a place for Western medicine, just like it sounds like you do as well. Um, yeah. but I really think that, you know, there's been such this taboo idea put on Eastern medicine and we have been like, okay, what kind of pill, what kind of, you know, quick fix can I get? And CBD is not a miracle pill, just like nothing else is a miracle pill, but it can help. And it can be more helpful than possibly other things we're putting on because it's not going to have the things that are taxing your liver or taxing your kidneys or, you know, putting these chemicals in your body of like, Oh, well, that just has to be part of, you know, this drug because it helps it go into your system or all these different things. Well, I, I could talk about the nutrition part of what people feed their dogs. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is, uh, that is a whole conversation on itself. And uh, I've got a real good friend that's a nutritionist and she tells me some of the things and I go, Oh my God, they put roadkill in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, but they put dead farm animals. Let me see. You mean these animals died from a disease and now they're putting it in my dog food. Oh, and they're putting feathers and and beaks and all. Yeah. Yeah, Horse hooves, all of that stuff. I have to tell you, I went to, um, 
I brought my dog in for a routine vet check, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago and they, the vet asked me like, what kind of um, food do you feed it? And I said, I feed it NND. Um, and she was like, I've never heard of that food. What is that? And I was like, well, it's more of a natural food. There's like five or six ingredients in it. It's all like, you know, whole meat, very kind of like what you would expect, like a healthy diet for a human. And she tried to convince me to switch my dog to science diet. And I just was like, Oh my science diet. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and she, when she told me she'd never heard of the food, it's a pretty big brand. I mean, N and D is, it's a pretty big brand. It's, but it's very like, it's not grain free. It's right. It's, it's expensive food. And I very much care about what we put in our animals' bodies, just like we care what we put in ours. And so that was kind of an eye, eye awakening moment when you were saying earlier of like, it's not her fault. It's just what she knows. It's what she learned in school. It's what the big pharmaceutical companies that are running a lot of our money industries and different things are providing down the food chain. And so it's our job to break that mold and do the research and say, no, that's not right. Right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It, it, it amazes me. You know, we're talking about CBD and we, we never did talk about the difference between hemp. Oh, please. And yeah. Do we want to mention please. that? Please, I would love to. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, they're both in the cannabis family. So hemp is cannabis, marijuana is cannabis. But it'd be like saying I have an orange in one hand and I have a tangerine in the other or grapefruit or how about a lemon? So I have an orange and a lemon. They're, comp- they're both in the citrus family. They're both citrus, but they are completely different. One's sweet, one's sour. Okay, that's sort of the way it is with hemp versus marijuana. Hemp is grown for, let's talk about CBD med- medical hemp. Hemp is grown for CBD. It's very, very high in CBD. Okay, the new marijuana plants are very, very high in THC. 10, 12, 14%. So in fact, is if a farmer <laughs> is growing CBD and his plant gets above 0.3% of THC in it, he literally has to plow it under, disc it down. I know a guy in Georgia, 100 acres, 100 acres because it took another week for the the federal guy to come out test his his hemp in that week it spiked in the heat so it went from 0.3 to 0.5 literally had a hundred acres now that's seventeen thousand dollars an acre oh Fig- my god that's what they add into the crop so figure what that cost you know so, but I mean, they're very, very exact. They do five tests a year. They come out and test your farm. So they know. The other thing about if you're really looking for good CBD, and everybody should know this, it should be third party tested, but you should go on and see their COA. Because a lot of people say it's third party tested. Okay, that's great. But go on there and look what their COA say. Certificate of uh, Autisticity. Okay, see what. So I'll give you a great example. Working with a chiropractor. And she says, Yeah, I use XYZ company. And I said, Let me just go online. I am heard that company. Let me go, let me go online. You know. So I go online, and here's how it is. They had three 
CBDs. They sold a 250 milligram, they sold a 750 milligram, and they sold a 1500 milligram. Here's what the COA said. 250 milligram had 825 milligrams of CBD in it. The 750 milligram had 825 milligrams of CBD in it. The 1500 had 825 milligrams of CBD in So if you're buying the cheap stuff and mm-hmm. thinking that you're only getting 25 milligrams, you're getting three times what you thought you were. Right. If you bought the, the 750, you're getting about what you thought. And if you bought the 1500, you were getting half of what you thought you were supposed to get. So all they did was just take the same CBD and put it in three different bottles with three different labels. Well, same bottle, three labels. Right. So that's how CBD has got a bad rap out there. Mm-hmm. So many people have jumped on the bad wagon and are just looking to make a quick dollar than really helping people. Yeah. And I think, like you said, it's not as regulated or it hasn't been. So it is, it can be scary. And I think that's true. You know, part of the reason why, you know, humans, we like things to be definite. We don't like the unknown, but it's part of stepping into, you know, finding somebody. And now all my listeners, we have, we found Dean and Dean has reputable products. So we'll go through Dean, Um, (laughs) but uh, just shameless little plug there. Um, But seriously, you find somebody that is doing the work like Dean is doing, that's you know, doing it for the right reasons, doing it because he sees that it's helpful, doing it that's regulated. You're getting what you're expecting and what you're paying for. And then it takes the unknown and the fear out of it. And then you're only in that place of like, okay, cool. What benefits is this going to give me? Right. You know, and and sure, I own a company, but my major thing is, it's not only only a company, but really is to promote health, wellness, and Mm -hmm. nutrition. Because that's what it's all about. That's what our company is all about. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is is we just found out, and I found out through my my first wife died of ovarian cancer. Okay, mm-hmm. and and we were all into the docs. You know, everything was the doc. You know, and I didn't back thirty years ago. You didn't know what you know today. Right. Okay. So it's different today. You can get on the internet and find things that 30 years ago I didn't know about. As soon as my wife came down with this diagnosis, we we went and tried to find out everything we could to see what we could do to slow it, the progression down. Okay. And you know, curse we're like everybody else, we're very optimistic and hopeful that you know we can slow it down and maybe reverse it. That didn't happen, but we sure in hell did slow it down. Okay. Uh, compared to what the doctors told us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what they said. So we're, we're happy with what we've done, but I just can't believe that more people don't take in the information that's now available of, of us mm-hmm. to help. It's just like we have beauty products. I'll give you an example. Over in Europe, there's 1,500 chemicals that cannot be used in beauty products. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know how many we've outlawed in the United States? Zero. No, no, 300. <laughs> 300, okay. We've done real well. We've got 300. That, that they makes me feel a little better, but still. <laughs> so when we make all our beauty products, we look at what's outlawed in Japan. We look out what's outlawed over in Europe. 
and we don't put any of those products in. Mm. Okay. So that that's our opinion is to do with all our products, whether it's pet, whether it's human, to do the best product we can give you at a reasonable price that you can afford. Right. You know, I will say I um I started doing some more research just about, you know, the different products that I use, such as makeup, hair stuff, just, you know, different body wash, all these different things. I was blown away that my body wash, and I won't say the brand just because I don't think that's great, but yeah. it's a, a big brand, um, had formaldehyde in it. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, <laughs> that's what they use with cadavers. I was blown mm-hmm. away. And so, you know, I think, um, too, what blows me away is that most of the things I was using, um, I recently found out I was pregnant. So doing congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I take it. This will be your first one. It is. Yes. (laughs) So I was trying to figure out. You you have that glow about you. Oh, thank you. I call the glow that that pregnant women have. Yes. Well, so, you know, I'm looking at these different things about what is safe to put in my body. And it was blew me away that 90% of the things that I was using, just like, you know, bigger brand name things weren't safe for, and weren't more natural. And so I shifted to a lot more natural products and, and even just feeling better is, has, I mean, I'm, I just, I feel so much better changing it. So I think, you know, that's uh, interesting to too. Yeah. Emily Sage products. Cause I'm yes, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> well, <They're the> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, I want to say too, um, for my listeners before I forget, I could talk to Dean for so long. I love this conversation. Um, and I'd love to have you back on and talk more about, you know, the nutrition aspect of things, um, especially with animals, just cause I know, like you said, that's a whole different conversation. So I'd love to have you back on. Um, but I do want to say for my listeners, Dean gave us a super amazing gift. Um, just such a big heart. He shared for free the first four chapters of his book, um, with pets and CBD. And you have to go to www.emilysage.com slash abundance alchemist. I'm also going to drop that link in the episode notes. So you can just jump over there and click on it. Um, but definitely going to pick one up for myself. That is, I'm super excited to read it. There's so much information he knows about how powerful this is. And I do want to say even just the one, uh, story that he shared about, you know, slowing down the progression of his wife's ovarian cancer using CBD. Think about how powerful that is of even giving you more time with your loved ones and your loved pets. I mean, even if it just did that, that's incredible. So thank you so much, Dean, for coming on. Um, Also, I'm going to put all the information for my listeners to be able to follow you, um, get to your website and all of that in the episode notes as well um, so that they can find you easily. But thank you so much for coming on to the Abundance Alchemist podcast. It's a pleasure. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me on the Abundance Alchemist podcast. Don't forget to head over and grab your free self-love activation meditation at theabundancealchemist.com and hit subscribe here so you don't miss a thing. Until next time, sending you so much love.